Well, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Borderline Texas Trash. <laughs> and this is uh, your host that was gone. You know, I told everybody the first story was uh, my uh, co-host left to Mexico or Canada. I don't know, don't know. She met a guy on the internet. They met down there at the truck stop uh, in Weatherford and took off. And then, then I was like, no, really. But to be real, she's uh, down in Brazil on a church mission. Yeah, it was uh, pretty fulfilling. Yes. She came back and changed the woman. She taught a, she taught a tribe how yeah, to no. play golf. I'm just and, kidding. And she taught them God on top of that. Golfing <laughs> God. No, I, um, I took a week off for my birthday a couple months ago from work. And uh, y'all have to bear with me today because I still don't feel awesome. And then on top of that, I'm, we've been trapped in the house here because we had an yes. ice storm. Um, but I took a week off for my birthday, and I was like, "Woo, you know, it's gonna be. I'm gonna be 30. It's gonna be like the craziest week ever. I'm gonna have like the best time ever." <laughs> and the yeah. night before <coughs> the first actual day of my vacation, the night that I was supposed to come record with him, I just had a really bad. I call them crashes. Whatever I got going on with me, um, what little bit I've talked to y'all about, I do really well for a little bit. And then here lately, my... Then she'll go home and play some R.E.M. and listen to Crash <laughs> Into Me. My crashes haven't been as bad lately, but Tuesdays was really, really bad. I almost didn't make it to Oklahoma, and I was pretty much just resting the whole time. And then whenever I came back... Um, I still didn't end up doing anything for my birthday because we had an ice storm. So yeah, I basically been... just took a vacation to yeah. sleep and puke and you know all the all the fun things that come with having a crappy heart. So because I've been pretty lucky, I've been getting out every day. Because the first day the roads were bad, but if you get if you get front wheel drive or front wheel drive and drive like a normal person, you'll be okay. That was the worst day, but I've been able to get out. We uh, knowing we didn't work Tuesday, worked for a little bit Wednesday, and today I think was the first full day of work we did all week. Today I had to get out because I ran out yes. of my heart medicine. <laughs> um, but I hadn't been out since Monday before that, and Monday we only went out because usually down here we make fun of the ice storm mornings and stuff because most of the yes. time nothing happens. Nothing happens and everybody rushes to the yes. local stores and buys up all the water, milk, and yeah. bread. But whenever it started sleeting and the roads were still drivable, I realized that we literally had no toilet paper. I wasn't wiping my ass with my hand. Okay, I had a She few, was using her coat at least. I had a few there baby some wipes. Socks. But I was like, man, if we're about to be trapped in this house for three or four days, like we don't have toilet paper, we don't have milk, we don't have <laughs> oh, any uh, meat. Oh yeah, because I ran into nothing. y'all Tuesday yeah. or Monday. Monday. They let us off work early because I thought it was weird. Both of us got a call that morning from the school. No school today, and yeah, we're she like, was in the middle of putting her clothes on, and they were like, school's canceled. And yeah, I was like, oh, it's just really cold. Yeah, and then that sleet started coming down. Coming and I was in, like, yeah, it came in about twelve thirty, one o'clock. Yeah. That I was afternoon. like, we need to go to the store like ASAP. So. Yeah, because I don't listen to them when they say we're going to have bad. Usually, don't get nothing. We didn't get it as bad as everybody else did this year. A lot of other places were out of power. The freeways were horrendous. Like Dallas yeah. and Fort Worth got fucked with capital F. Yeah, um, they got a lot worse than we did. 
We didn't get it near as bad. And now it's all melting, so. Yeah, now it's just cold and wet. But that wind ain't blowing or anything, so you can at least be outside. You know? Uh, yeah, because it's been pretty miserable. Yeah, pretty miserable here, guys. Just makes my body hurt. Just don't, I don't feel good. Oh, and you need to help me. Tell everybody at your work, and I'm trying to get the message through here. For uh, our 150th episode, that's our three-year mark, I want to do a Q&A, and I've been telling people, send in questions. Okay. Send them into Facebook or send them into our Yahoo account, which is all borderline Texas trash at yahoo.com. But I think that'd be cool, that'd man. That'd be fun. So that's y'all's homework again this week. Y'all get up a bunch of questions for us to do on that episode, and for the anniversary, we'll do that. And I hope you guys that are new enjoyed, and some of you older ones that haven't heard the older stuff, it's in the archives. All you got to do is go back and look, guys. It's funny stuff. But we started this in the corona crap. Yeah. Because our plan was, we talked about it the year before, and I did a lot of research that year. And then I got about October, I was like, you serious? You really want to do this? And she's like, fuck yeah, let's do it. And I was like, all right, so... Tax season, I got all the equipment and all that, and we started doing it uh, first part of March, I think. Yeah, because I was laid off. Yeah, because we didn't like do a show show till a month or two later. We did a lot of uh, just getting ready, getting used to talking and all played that stuff. Played around with it a lot. Yeah, played around with it. But that episode that I played last week was our very, very first like one that we sat down, had it formatted out, you know. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. A lot of people I got feedback on it said they liked it. They were like, we haven't went back to the first ones and listened. I'm like, you need to, man. I like the people that found it later. Yeah, because like that girl, uh, Kim, she said she found found out about it later. She didn't. And I was like, well, go check it out. But So don't forget, guys, send us in some questions. I'd love to just answer questions. You know, and I think what we'll do on our third episode that one, me and Ashley, we get on there and tell you a little bit about ourselves. Now, we're not going to give up our personal information, but... Yeah, you know, I'm real weird about that. <laughs> you know, but she will give her die, diaphragm giveaway we'll have. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's gross. <laughs> I just, I used to get people or girls with that. I'd look up at the sky and go, oh my God, look at that dead diaphragm. <laughs> Hey, that looks like a diaphragm. And everybody would look, girls especially, huh? And then they'd look at me and go, did you just say what I think you did? Yeah, why'd you look? <laughs> but today, guys, we're not going to do stupid news or nothing. We're going to uh, do what I was going to do last episode, because I like doing the history stuff with Ashley, you know. <clears throat> so, and then after that, me and that, well... We'll probably do it before to get it off our chest, but we just want to say being cooked up in the house and you start seeing what's on social media, God damn, what's wrong with everybody? So I haven't felt good all week. I haven't felt good like my entire vacation, if we're being honest, but that's aside from the fact. So I was telling him whenever we were setting up, you guys know that I'm not anti-social media, but, like, I don't live on all of my shit on my phone like everybody yeah. else does. I like to read. I like to craft. I haven't felt good to do anything, and I was telling him that I hated the downtime. She likes to go fishing with Tyler. <laughs> I hated the downtime because I was on 
TikTok and Snapchat, and which Snapchat is usually fine because it's more limited to just people that I follow. Yeah. Like if I stay away from that news page, then I'll only see things that I want to see. You know yeah. what I mean? But TikTok, Facebook, all of that, um, I spent more time on it this week than I probably have in like six months. And I'm just super disturbed about a lot of shit that is on there. Yeah. I'm really grossed out. And then I sometimes I'm like, okay, has the world always been this disgusting? It's just more disgusting now because people put it on the internet? Or are we really getting nastier? I think I think I think getting, it's a mixture of both. People are getting nastier and people are thinking, what can I put on the fucking social media to shock yeah. everybody so I can get more hits and likes? Yeah. And then when it blows up in their face, they get pissed. Yeah. You know, but I guarantee if it would have made them famous, they'd been like, oh, we've been wanting to do this for a while. Idiots. But yeah, I'll let I'm her good. finish. I've never made any, even if it's a good video, I've never made any kind of video. Like, I put a lot of Snapchats on mine of, like, my dogs. That's about it. But I don't know. I'm just. She's seen something that really traumatized her. And it <laughs> was a, a couple fishing. In Tasmania. So it wasn't here. You can it look it up. Else. It really happened. It really happened. Um, yeah, so TikTok, um, is usually filled with things in your feed that you like. Yeah. So I get a lot of, um, like true crime stories and stuff like that, but also means that I also get some weird stories sometimes. Oh God. <laughs> sorry that about that. That was me kicking out the she connection. Ki- she fell off the fucking chair. I'm That's sorry. That's what it sounded really, like. Yeah. I'm really uncomfortable today. Not like uncomfortable, like mentally, but just physically. So Her I'm body. moving around well, a lot. God, we've yeah. been sitting so much. Yeah. I'm, I'm stiff. I'm ready to go back to work tomorrow. Yeah. I went today my and week it felt off, good. My week off was not what I thought it was going to be. And I'm not disappointed because I got a lot of good time spent with my kid. But yeah, it's just, just, yeah. it didn't end up being what I thought it was going to be. And that's okay because that's yeah. life. Yeah. That is That's life. okay. She just, you know, she was finishing and going to finish that story. About the Tasmania couple. Anyways, they was fishing. And number one, why would you have this thought in your head? But the man put the fish in her twa and was humping her. And they filmed it and thought it would be a great idea to stick it on freaking And I would just media. like to say that I didn't see the actual video. The only, And I explained to Stephen the only reason I know it exists, because obviously TikTok does have some booty nudie in it. Yeah. You know, but it don't. It's still limited on what you can post on there. So it was yes. somebody um, telling the story, and then they showed like a five second clip where the woman had the field, like the front facing camera on herself, and she was talking. From what I understand, she goes back and forth from showing what the man is doing to her, and then going back to talking herself. So they only showed like a five second clip of. Um, her talking into the camera, but she had sunglasses on, and you could see what in was the happening shadow, he was, in the sunglasses. He was so jousting. Like, I know that it was real. <laughs> I'm really grossed out. She's really upset because apparently she was like an avid member of the animal shelter and also worked at a vet clinic at some point. And so all those places had to be like, Oh, wow. All those places <laughs> had to be like, listen, we're not associated with her. Like, we would never be Could okay you imagine with like that. that. That used to take my fish to her. Yeah, I don't know. But when I tell you that that shit bothered me for like days, and then, of course, it didn't help. I told my boyfriend about it, so he was like making jokes about it the whole 
Brings a whole new meaning to your twa-twa smelling like fish. That's uh, There's all kinds of memes and stuff going around. God. About that. I just don't get why people think that'd be acceptable. Because I feel like everything's acceptable now. Oh, God. And I don't like it. Yeah, like, I'm like all I, for being yourself, but I yes. still think a certain amount of the freak needs to stay behind your closed doors. It's just like we were talking before the show. The LGB people before the old school guys that are my age and the male and females, you know, back in my day when you came out being gay and now I even heard some of them say this, we didn't want to be treated different. Just treat us like a fucking human. I just prefer different sexual preferences than you. That's what they wanted now. Here's what's got the older ones pissed. Now they want to put a label on you. Now, when you go into a room, it's like, I'm gay, treat me special. And the old school guy, people didn't want that. You know? No, they just always were fighting for the same rights. Yes, they just wanted the same rights. They didn't want to be treated different because they was gay. That's it. And now you're wanting. But the problem now, it isn't necessarily a gay thing. The problem now with the younger generation is they want, no matter if they're gay, straight, trans, whatever, they all think that they should be treated differently. Yes. And, and special. Here's, here's what I've seen going around the social media, and it's pissing women off, and I think women should be. <clears throat> these fucking trans men, these transgender men that are like, well, I'm a female now. They want to take female shit away that offends them. Number one, fuck you. How did you get on this fucking earth? was by a goddamn woman. Yeah, you literally you came out, of, out your... of your mom's vagina. Yes. And now you're like, that's offensive. That's offensive. And then they want to ban the song, Aretha Franklin's You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. Because now they're saying there's no such thing as a there natural is, woman. There is, you stupid fucking dick. People like that piss me off. It's fucking bullshit. Women have fought for uh, uh, a long time to fucking for their right to vote. For their right to fucking drive a car. Just their rights, period. And these motherfuckers want to take it away now. Well, I just, they want to strip you know? us, they want to strip us down to the same as a man. And I'm sorry, but a You're, man and a woman is the same. It's not. And I'm not saying that a man's better and I'm not saying that a woman's better. There's things that men can do that I can't and there's things that I can certainly do that men can't. And one yeah. of them is having babies. And I'm not going to change how I say that because it hurts your feelings that even though you got your balls chopped off, you can't have babies. Yeah. That's not my fucking problem. Yes. My pregnancy was rough. My labor was pretty smooth, but I still pushed a human out of my body. And I'm not going to change how I say that because it's upsetting to you that you can't and you want to live in a delusional world where you think that you're the same as me because you say you woke up today and you're a woman. Yeah. It's just like there's that one guy catching so much hell. I get to, I'm a woman now, so I get to go buy Maxi Pat. He bought all these not pads, but the other kind. But he doesn't have periods. Exactly. He bought all of these, and then he was doing stupid shit with them. And peep, and one woman's like, that's bullshit. You don't know how bad it is having period cramps. Yeah, it's you not fun. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm telling you, there's be gonna, there's going to be a woman end up kicking some transgender guy's ass because, like I said, they're trying to take away everything that's a real fucking woman. I just don't, I don't understand how we got here or why we're here. And what gets me is how these sick motherfuckers want to act like fucking kids is okay. And molding a kid at the age of, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 
Oh, you, you, you're gay. You're gay. No, motherfucker. Quit pushing your agendas on the kids. I'm all for kids when they're out of high school and they're doing their own thing. You want to go be gay? Do all that. Hey, Like discover yourself whenever it's age appropriate. Yes. But that's not things that they should be worried or concerned about. Yeah, but these that motherfuckers. That early in development. I that mean, development it, period is for other things. Not yeah, that. Not that. It, it, it's I not, mean, are we trying to go back to the old days where we're going to start marrying off our kids at 12? Like, what yeah. the fuck? I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. I don't get it. It's it, it's the social media wanting to push more and more that fucking kids is okay, and it's not. And it's fucking not. It's gross. Here's what, like I said, here's what really burns my ass. If people would spend the same amount of energy that they got pissed off when the guy kneeled for the flag. I didn't like it either, but I'm a sports guy. But cancel. how come, how come that's cancel culture will that's not cancel these motherfuckers? Cancel culture is the all same the thing. people that gripe for him kneeling should be very pissed off at fucking, if you're a patriot, and you, not even a patriot, if you're a fucking human and you love kids, you know what they're trying to push is wrong. But nobody will fucking speak against it. Everybody's afraid of it. But goddamn, some piece of shit. Backup quarterback that wasn't that good. That's why he was benched. Nils for the flag when he could have done it when he was on top, but he only did it because he was wanting he attention. To get popular. And we fueled his fucking flame by getting pissed about it. It's not going to stop. And it just burns my ass if them same people that got pissed about that would quit going to fucking buy Hollywood and their fucking DVDs and shit. We could, but no, y'all want to just be fucking narrow-minded and stupid. It's like I've said, I don't like what the guy did kneeling, but I can tolerate that. I can't tolerate a fucking pedophile that makes millions of dollars and gets away with everything. And it's like, hmm, fucking kids is awesome. And you guys are following me. Think about it. We idolize a bunch of fucking pedos. We do. It's gross. It's nasty, but that's my nastiest bitch for the day. We're just fed up with the world. It's like we're accepting shit that isn't right. Our morals and everything. Well, and then it also just, I understand in the wintertime it's a little bit harder, but it was also made me think being stuck in the house for a week, I probably still only spent half the time of what most people spend on their phones. Yes. It didn't make me feel any better. It didn't fulfill anything inside of me. And it didn't give me any kind of like, naturally, none of it was good for me. I don't understand why. Like, okay, I understand Stephanie's young and that's like brand new to her. So like she's on it 24-7. I was too whenever I got my first phone, whenever I was like 14. But what scares me is that's not stopping. How she's acting right now with that phone, she will be the same way whenever she's 25, whenever yeah. she's 35. Like, it's not a brand new thing anymore. It's a way of life. Yeah. And I don't understand it. Yeah. I like living my life. Like, you can ask Stephen. Sometimes I'm hard as hell to get a hold of. Because whenever I get home, I unplug. My phone is put up. My watch is taken off. I'm enjoying my dogs. I'm enjoying my kid. If it's nice outside, I'm enjoying the earth. Like, I don't. I just don't understand why we're living on our phones. Yeah. It really bothers me. 
And I feel like a hypocrite saying that because I do have a Facebook that I do post on. This week, I think I've posted like three times a day, every day. See, I post more on stuff for my podcast. and I try to promote more for my podcast than anything. And of course, I like keeping my Facebook up because it keeps me in touch with all my friends that I don't see. Yeah, all that's the time. why I said I can't, I can't completely say that because I have a Facebook and that's but how I now, keep up with. I've lived TikTok, in a lot. Of places. I just use it for entertainment. I'll, yeah, I've never. When I want to kill one. some time or I'm bored, you know, I'll I think definitely. The, I think kill it's it. a good concept and a good idea to have, but I just don't get the living on them thing. Yeah. But anyways, sorry guys, my stomach hurts. It's okay. But hey, we got a special guest today who's who's, uh, here today um, and he's going to probably start being a part of the show. I mean, he already was part of the show, but he'll be coming live with us. Well, hey, hey, hello you son of bitches. It's your good old friend, Uncle Dickie. And sorry if it sounds like I'm talking out of a... Talking out of a can today, but it's, it's, it's just my shitty setup over here. I don't got that big setup like Uncle Boo does. But uh, I hope everybody's having a great day. It's nice and sunny down here in Louisiana. We ain't got all that stuff that you got up there, cuz. But I hope Ash Hand is doing better. This is the first time she's got to be on a show with me. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old man is back, guys. Yeah, now he can jump in with the show on us. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's going to quit. He can Reed. what? He can jump into the show with I us. Know. <laughs> he, he's not going to He's not going to literally jump on us. All right, guys, let's, let's get into, I think this is 97. 96. Yeah, 96. Yes, yes, yes. So we're going to go over the movies like we do. There's yours. And, of course, we're going to go over the music and all that. But one thing I didn't do was I didn't get the uh, how much shit cost. Oh, that's but okay. that's all right. All right. So we're going to do Because we, we are twice. going from year to year, so it hasn't changed a whole lot. Yeah. Top 25 movies in 1996. Mm. And, again, I was three years old, so Stephen will have to help me with some of these. Um, number 25, The English Patient. I don't remember that one. At the close of World War II, a young nurse tends to a baby burned. <laughs> baby burned. You need to borrow my bifocals. A badly burned plane crash victim. <laughs> badly burned. Baby burned. That's <laughs> fucked up. God damn it, you baby burned me. His past is shown in flashbacks, revealing an involvement in a fateful love affair. Speaking of war movies, I did watch Red Fury yes. on Tuesday. Have you seen that? Yeah. With Brad Pitt. That was pretty fucking good. Yeah. Another good, good one when you got time. You need to watch some good Vietnam ones like Hamburger Hill, uh, Full Metal Jacket's a good Full Vietnam one. Full Metal Jacket's one. fantastic. Uh, God, there's some other. Platoon, that's another good Vietnam one. But Hamburger Hill's pretty funny. But, it, I mean, it's a straight-up Vietnam yeah. fucking. Full Metal Jacket's one of my favorite movies, yes. although it is, like, really fucked up. <laughs> but that's crazy. Him. That drill instructor that's in that movie, he was a real a real drill instructor in life. In Full Metal Jacket? Yeah. He was a good actor, too. You know, I think he's passed away. Yeah, I was looking for... There was something I thought I'd put. 
on here. I don't know what she's doing. She's touching buttons and going everywhere. Well, I was looking for something, speaking of full metal jacket. I probably just, I don't know what I did with it. Anyways, it was funny. But I can't find it. Well, anyways, god damn you. Okay, anyways, number 24, Crash. After going into a serious car accident, a TV director discovers an underground subculture of scarred omnisexual car crash victims who use car accidents and the raw sexual energy they produce to try to rejuvenate his sex life with his wife. That sounds fucking weird. That does sound weird as fuck. What does omnisexual re- mean? I don't know. Uh, look that up for us, guys. Help us find out what omnisexual is. I'm on it. Oh, attracted to more than one gender. Oh, I get it though. Carnivore, herbivore, omnivore. Is you like both? I, I guess, guess it's the same thing. Was I just, why didn't they just say bisexual? Yeah, that's what I. <laughs> I don't know. That was weird though. That was a weird one. I have. I'm not going to watch so that. So somebody, please watch that for us. If Tell y'all want to watch goes. that, go ahead. But I'm not going to. All right. Uh, number twenty-three: The People versus Larry Flint. It was a good movie, you know who uh, Larry Flynn is, right? He's Did he the one make who, one of the porn mags? He's the one who started Hustler. Hustler. And why he caught so much shit was cause, because he was showing full vagina. I don't know how else to explain it, but it was... You know how Playboy, they would show vagina, but it'd be kind of like their legs wouldn't be like spread open. It was classy. Yeah. Classy naked. Hustler was just straight. Hustler was straight up, throw the legs back and go, woo! And they started showing. So was this a real life movie about him and Yeah, him going to court. Yeah, he went to court through all that shit, man. Because it was was a story of the controversial publisher and how he became a defender of free speech. Of free vagina. Yeah, because he was the one showing uh, first penetration. Oh. He was the one. I mean, he was went really dirty. They put that in Hustler, too? Yeah. They would, not trying to be gross, but they'd show the penis in the vagina. I mean, you couldn't see it doing its mission, but it was in there. Oh. Yeah. I've never looked at a Hustler. I've looked at a Playboy, and I actually own some vintage Playboys because, like he said, they were classy, and I thought yeah, it was Yeah, cool, they was but classy. But I never looked at Hustler. Yeah. Hustler was straight. They're, they're, they was the first like X-rated magazine. Yeah, they the was Playboy the first stuff. Dirty. At least the late, like the later years, was more like artistic. To yeah, me. and so I do have some old, old one of that. Yeah, Hustler was straight up, and that's why he got shot too. I guess there's some. Did he die? No, that's why he's in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah, that sucks. And he talks like that. That's swear. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, number 22 is called Shine. Come on and shine. Yeah. Pianist David Helfgott, driven by his father and teachers, has a breakdown. Years later, he returns to the piano to popular, if not critical, acclaim. Okay. Sounds like a feel-good movie about learning about being a pianist. Yeah. Whatever. I was a pianist for years. Uh, number 21. Mm. Lone Star. When the skeleton of his murdered predecessor oh, is found, Sheriff 
Sam Deeds unearths many other long buried secrets in his Texas border town. Huh. I would watch that. That, that one good. sounds interesting. I might have seen it. I just don't know. Uh, number 20 is Ransom. I seen that. That was pretty good. Is it good? Mm-hmm. Oh. Multi-millionaire Tom Mullen's son is kidnapped, but after initially agreeing Excuse to pay me. the ransom, he then decides to use the ransom money as a bounty. I guess he has people go after the guy. Yeah. Sounds good. Number 19, Swingers. I don't remember that one. A wannabe actor has a hard time moving on from a breakup, but he's lucky to have supportive friends. So his friends are banging him. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Uh, number 18. Hey, there's some people like that. Like Hulk Hogan, he got he was living with the guy after his divorce. <clears throat> and the married couple was like that. They just never did anything with Hogan. But they knew they were swingers. Hogan was, have, I guess, having a bad day. He calls. Now, this is a friend. This is the kind of a friend I fucking want in my life. He goes, because Hogan was living with him for a little bit after his divorce till he uh, could go find him a place. He's like, well, hey, man, Hogan's having a hard time with this, honey. Why don't you put on something a little sexy and, you know, have a little fun with Hogan. Where's that friend like that? That's the kind of friend I want. I mean, no, I don't I'm just, want Tyler pimping me out. I mean, I'm just kidding, though. It'd be kind of hard to screw in the man's wife in his house and him like, it's okay, buddy. Yeah. Fuck away. That swinging shit's weird. It is weird. I know people that are in that, and that's kind of weird. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> 18 Schling Blade That was good when He liked his biscuits and uh, What's his name Who played him Bobby Billy Bob Billy Bob Thornton mm-hmm. Carl Childers A simple man Hospitalized since childhood Since his childhood Murder of his mother And her lover Is released to start A new life In a small town Did he really do it Yeah Because he even tells The story And here's How Back here, this guy wasn't smart if you've seen the movie. He's like mentally retarded, yeah. right? I'm not trying to be mean. He said he walked into the, uh, I don't know, a shed or something where this guy was fucking his mom. And he thought he was hurting, hurting her because he didn't know what yeah, was like going Yeah, like he was on. a kid and he was... And he heard that, but then he was like, well... I guess my mama must have liked it because she sure was going, uh, or he made some comment acting like she must have liked it. He goes, I thought she, that was weird. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, he goes, oh, I thought he was hurting her, so that's why he did it, you know. But yeah, he actually did kill his mom. On accident while he was trying to kill him? No, he went to kill him and then he killed her. And they're like, well, why'd you kill him? Kill her if he was hurting her. Because she was cheating on his dad. Oh, okay. That wasn't right. All right. So he got that lawnmower. That part, too, the end of it, <laughs> when he goes to Dwight Yoakam, he's like, hey, I reckon I'm going to Is that to the one you. that Dwight Yoakam is yes, a and gigantic he's a piece dick. of shit, and he's always in his underwear, and he's always drunk? Yes, and he calls him a retard, oh, and he calls so her gross. friend a fucking, uh, who's gay. He calls him queer all the time. Yeah. Yes, he's such a dick. Dwight Yoakam was disgusting in that yes, movie. Yes, because he was so cocky, too. Remember, he walked up over there with that in his hand. I reckon I'm going to use it sling blade and kill you. So did he kill him? Remember, he goes, Dwight goes... I haven't seen him in a long time. Oh, man, he's like, yeah, 
I imagine three or four hits to do it, and the numbers up there—that's before I guess nine one one. That's when it was filmed or the setting. He said the number for the police stations over there at the by the phone. All right, he does. He goes whack whack about three four licks. Then he calls the fucking police, and he's like, "Yeah, I I know he's dead. That fourth one got him. The third one was." Probably would have kept him alive, but I hit him one more time. But I'll be here eating my biscuits and mustard. So you hear sirens going off through town, and he just sits down and starts eating. And then went back to prison. Yeah, and he did it all to get rid of that man and get him out of their life. Because he was even beating the mom some. Being a dick to that kid. I need to watch that. All right, number 17. Broken Arrow. That was good. Remember? That's got, um... Oh. Fucking... It's about terrorists stealing nuclear warheads yes. from the U.S. military. It's got the two guys in it, um... But a pilot and park ranger spoil their plan. Yeah, um... God dang it. It's got... Can't remember who now. I can see their face. Broken butthole. John Travolta is one of them. Mm. And the, uh, okay, here we go. Who would I say? You said John. Yeah, John Travolta's in it. And, uh, Chris, what's that guy's name right there? Ah, you know what I'm talking about. Oh. What's his fucking name? Uh, Jesus. It's Christian Slater. Yes. It's got, yeah, little, that's oh, who's sorry. in it. Little douche. Christian fucking Slater. He's a heartthrob that I never understood. Number 16 is a movie that I'll be honest, everyone loved, and it kind of got on my nerves. But what was it? The Nutty Professor. It was okay. I mean, it wasn't no blockbuster like, ah, it's a fucking remake. I like the first one better. Oh, there's a remake? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, that the original came out in, I think, the 60s. I did not And it's got that, that one guy in it uh, that used to do the fucking uh, tele, telemarket shit, the Jerry's kids. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was that guy. I can't remember his last name, though. He was a funny comedian yeah. back in the day. Well, I didn't know this, but it's a remake, and it's grossly overweight yet good-hearted Professor Sherman Clump takes a special chemical that turns him into the slim but obnoxious buddy love. That is funny when he's picking on Chris Rock, that comedian. Oh. Oh, here we go. 15. 16. 15. Number 15, Courage Under Fire. I don't remember that one. I think this has Denzel Washington in it. U.S. Army officer despondent about a deadly mistake he made investigates a female chopper commander's oh. worthiness for the Medal of Honor. Yes. Doesn't, isn't Denzel in that one? Yeah. Yeah. I guess they need to start leaving their names, huh? No, is it's it? okay. Uh, 14, The Frighteners. I don't remember that one. It sounds like something I would watch. After a tragic car accident that kills his wife, a man discovers he can communicate with the dead and he uses that gift to con people. However, when a demonic spirit appears, he may be the only one who can stop it from killing the living and the dead. 
Maybe I think I, I remember that one. Maybe I should dig into something like that. You know, my <laughs> wife passed, so. Oh, my God, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should do that. Um, number 13, <laughs> Sleepers. I remember that one. I've only seen it a couple of times. It wasn't too bad. Ooh, this sounds like really terrible. After a prank goes disastrously wrong, a group of boys are sent to a detention center where they are brutalized. 13 years later, an unexpected random encounter with a former guard gives them a chance for revenge. Oh, I remember that movie now. There's five guys in it that are like, at the time, were like top actors. And what happens is, when they're kids, they live in New York, and you know they got them hot dog stands? Well, they thought it'd be funny one day if they grabbed it and ran down the street with it, you know? Ha, 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 Well, they got it, and they went to let it go, and when they did, it, they pushed it too hard or something, and it went down the subway. Oh, no. And it fucking killed a guy or two. Oh. Crushed him. So that's so why they, they went, went there. Detention it's center. got Kevin Bacon in it. He's one oh, of the guards God. that's molesting the fucking kids. Oh. Well, there's a black boy in there, and they all play tackle football one day, and the fucking kids kick the guard's ass. Well, they take that black boy been towards the uh, somewhere and basically beat the fuck out of him, kill him. Yeah. Oh. And they rape all the other ones all the time. They come in their in their. Well, sales. I hope Kevin Bacon was the one they ran well, into later. They run into him years later. They're grown up. Two of the kid, the boys, are at the bar, and they go, "Hey, is that that guy from that boys' place we went to, that little prison?" And he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "All right." <laughs> they go over there, confront him, and he he's like, he's trying to make an excuse for what he did. He goes, "I didn't cross the line. I was teaching you guys to stay out of trouble and be men." And you know what them guys did? They pulled their guns out and said, oh, we just thought you liked fucking kids and shot him to death. Good. And then that's what happens. They go back and they start digging up all these ex-guards that raped them. Runs the, one's a fucking mayor of the town. He gets some blackmail shit on him because he kept raping kids. Oh, God. And then the black kid they killed... The guy that killed him, the one that beat him the most, they found that guard and let his brother kill him. And his brother turned out to be the city's biggest drug dealer. Nice. So they all get their, it's a very good, they all get their revenge. But at first the guy didn't want to say nothing about it because, you know. Yeah, I know. He got raped when he was a kid by these fucking guys all the time. It's gross. They go into detail. There was one time they got their baton. Because you know how they were wooden back then and they was kind of like an L? Yeah. Yeah, it's very sick. Kevin Bacon gets what he fucking deserves. I like that line, though. I just thought you liked fucking kids. And they just unload on him. Wow. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, number 12 is Mars Attacks. That one's fucking hilarious. That's a satire movie, but it yes. is really good. It's, it's really funny. It's funny, man. Earth is invaded by Martians with unbeatable weapons and a cruel sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, number 11 is The Rock. That's from uh, Nicolas Cage in it. He's on... Um, it, it, it set says on, it's set on... It says it's a chemist and an ex-con who must lead the counter-strike when a rogue group of military men... Threaten a nerve gas attack from Alcatraz against yeah. San Francisco. You know that a famous prison out in the bay mm -hmm. on the island? That's where it's all filmed and based at. That's cool. I want to go there. It's pretty cool. I want to go there, too. There's some cool shit there. 
Where, where is that? That's in San Francisco. It's literally like right in the Like, how far away bay. is that, though? From us? Like, we would have to fly. Oh, yeah. We'd have to fly. If we drove, it'd be a, probably a two, maybe three-day three trip. Nope. So. All right, number 10, A Time to Kill. That one was good. Oh, I think I watched this one. This is a really hard movie to watch, but it's also a really good movie, and it also sheds light on a lot of things that was happening in that time period. It is set in Clanton, Mississippi. It's about a fearless young lawyer and his assistant who defend a black man accused of murdering two white men who raped his 10-year-old daughter. Oh, my God. That's that movie with Matthew McConaughey in it. Yes. That movie is awesome because when he asked the dad... Do you regret killing them two guys? No. And I hope they rot in hell. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd be the same. I way. would do the same thing. There would be no way I could go to a court hearing yeah. where my kids were involved. It's when they a got... hard movie to watch, but yes. it is a good movie to watch. I will tell you The guys. closing statement he does is so, it makes you cry. I know. Because he does, he tells everybody, close your eyes. Imagine you're a little girl just taking the groceries, walking home, and two men. Beat the fuck out of you, basically. And then throw you off a bridge. And you're barely breathing. And somebody finds you. Yeah. It was fucked up. It was messed up. Racist motherfuckers. Um, Number nine. I did not know that the first Scream came out in 1996. They're, what, five now? Yes. I love those movies. I've loved every one of them. I even want to watch the new one that's coming out in a couple months. I remember that first one came out, man. Everybody loved it, dude. It was yeah. good. And if you've never seen it, it's um, the first movie is about a year after the murder of her mother. A teenage girl is terrorized by a new killer who targets the girl and her friends by using horror films as part of a deadly game. And they have made four more of these movies because they are pretty Yes. Good. So the first one, and then the second one, they're in college, and then the yeah. third one, she's... Well, the first one's still in a high school. Yeah, first one's high school, second one's college, third one, she's like, I don't know what the word I'm... What do you call those people that go out in the middle of nowhere and you never hear from them again? She's doing that, and yeah. That was a good Billy Billy Skilly movie. Yeah, I like that. Um, number eight, Primal Fear. That was good. An altar boy is accused of murdering a priest, and the truth is buried several layers deep. Was he touching that's kids? That's another one you was need to watch. Was he touching kids? Yes. What he was doing, that's that's uh, Catholic preacher or whatever, what he was doing, he was not only raping the kids, he was getting them to have sexual stuff in front to do to one another while, in front of him. while he yeah. pleasured himself. Because there's one video where he's like, Hey, so-and-so, start touching her boobs. Hey, then you start touching his crotch. And then, I mean, yeah. Well, 1996 was apparently the year about movies where we But what was so fucked up shit. about it? He kills him, and the guy that kills him gets off on, because he acts like he's a little special and messed up in the head, but he's he tries to make him think this made him even worse and pushed him over the edge. That's why he killed him. So at the end of it, he gets off totally, makes himself look like, because they do something and he goes back to being that kid, that guy that killed him because he said he had two personalities and he's like, yeah, I killed that motherfucker. He raped us and always, you know, just brought everything out. Well, at the end of it, that guy's in prison talking to his, he's going to get out, talking to the uh, lawyer 
and the lawyer says something to him, and he looks at the lawyer and says it straight-faced and winks at him and gets up and walks away. And then he tooks and looks at that lawyer one more time and goes, thank you. And he, that lawyer was like, holy shit. <sighs> but think about it, though. The guy got away. His main drive was to do it was to get rid of that fucking priest who was raping everybody. And he got away with it legally and everybody knew he was a pervert. All right. I didn't think about that. But yeah, 96 is the year of the pedos. The year of killing pedos. <laughs> yeah, year of Not killing pedos. pedos. Um, number seven, Independence Day. Oh, God. <laughs> the aliens are coming, and their goal is to invade and destroy Earth. Fighting yeah. superior technology, mankind's best weapon is the will to survive. Who was in Independence Day? Will Smith. That's right. Will Smith. I can't remember some of the other top actors, yeah. but he was like one of the main ones. Number six, Twister. Oh, God. That one was... <laughs> I lived in Oklahoma, so that movie was fucking annoying. Oh, God. Yes, I forgot. I mean, gee, that was, yeah. Bill and Joe Harding, advanced storm <laughs> chasers on the brink of divorce, must join together to create an advanced weather alert system by putting themselves in the crosshairs of extremely violent tornadoes. There's cows and all kinds of shit yeah. going around in the Twister in this movie. Yep. Even lose a new Dodge truck. Um, oh, yeah. Number five. I'm sorry, but I just can't stand Tom Cruise. So I didn't watch any of these. Mission Impossible. I mean, they was okay, but they wasn't like, oh, my God, they're the best movie ever. It wasn't ever. like James Bond. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's about an American agent under false suspicion of disloyalty, and he must discover and expose the real spy without the help of his organization. Dun, 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 but dun, it's, dun, yeah, dun, dun, it's fucking Tom Cruise. Dun, dun. There are only three movies that I like Tom Cruise in. Interview with a Vampire, Top Gun, Days of Thunder. Oh, and The uh, Color of Money is a good one. I've never seen that one. That's one where he's a pool shark with another guy. And then the uh, what's that one that really made him famous? Where he's in his parents, he lives with his parents. Risky and, business. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And you forgot about Jeremy Maguire. Show me the money. I never saw that, but it's coming up on here, so you can tell me about oh, it. Oh God! <laughs> uh, number four is a film called Train Spotting. I have never seen this, but I have heard from multiple people that this is one of the most disturbing films that you can watch. Train stopping? Train spotting. Oh, spotting. I've never... It's basically... I'll tell you what it says, and I'll tell you basically what it's about. Um, it's about a person named Renton who is in Edinburgh in the drug scene. He tries to clean up and get out, but the allure of the drugs and influence of friends and everything. It's basically um, a movie about two people addicted to... I want to say they were like addicted to like heroin or something. Yeah. But it's... Like, extremely disturbing and trippy is what I've heard. Like, really, really bad. I have no want to watch it after some people have told me some stuff about it. But it, it was the number four movie in 1996, so... Man, a lot but of... But again, 1996 was apparently the year for fucked up shits. So. Yeah. Number three is Jerry Maguire. I don't know what that is. Okay. That one's where uh, Tom Cruise, he's a sports agent... <clears throat> and he's down to one agent. I mean, one client still. And that's what I mean about show me the money. Whenever uh, he was trying to negotiate with the one guy, 
And he kept saying, show me the money. And Tom Cruise. So he does work for a company and then he gets fired. Yes, that's right. He gets fired. For expressing himself. That's what this is. And then he decides to put his new philosophy to the test as an independent agent with one athlete. That movie, um, Half-Baked, where he's at the the recording store, the record store, and he's like, all right, man, I'm leaving. Who's coming with me? Yeah. That's what they're making fun of. Because Tom Cruise does that. He's like, I know you think I'm going to flip out. But I'm not. But who's coming with me? And nobody but one chick. <laughs> well, I've never seen that. And it's probably because it's it pretty has good. him in it. But. He gets fucked around, though. I've never seen number two either. And it's supposed to be a good one. Fargo. Eh, I've only seen it a couple of times. But it wasn't bad. Minnesota car salesman Jerry Lundgaard. Inept crime falls apart due to his and his henchmen's bungling and the persistent police work of the quiet, pregnant Marge Gunderson. Marge Gunderson. I don't... And the number one movie of 1996. This is exciting to me because Quentin Tarantino is one of my favorite directors of all time and this is in my top five favorite movies of his, although all of them were very good from Dust Till Dawn. Yes, I remember. You know what? I got a good story to tell about that movie, and it involves you. <laughs> Let me tell everybody that... what's it about first. Oh, yeah. Two criminals and their hostages unknowingly seek temporary refuge in a truck stop populated by vampires. Okay, well, when that movie first came out, we didn't go to the theaters and see it. So your dad and then was like, hey, let's go see if it's down there at Blockbuster. Yeah, I was three. So we went down to Blockbuster, got it. We was living in Austin at your uh, your brother's sister's house. Marcy. Yeah. Well, there was a back porch out there where y'all kids could play and all that. Well, you and Amber was out there playing. Well, what happened the night before, we was watching that movie, and uh, you came up and woke up, and you was sitting there for like 30 minutes, and when the... They changed into vampires. That's when it scared you. So you was sitting in there the whole time when you heard Cheech and Chong going, Attention all pussy shoppers! They're at, they go to a strip club slash whorehouse. That's where they're <laughs> hiding out. The thing says it's a truck stop, but it's also a whorehouse. Yeah. And but it's a cover-up whorehouse. Yeah, they're really you vampires. Go and you sit Everybody's in, vampires. Yeah, you go and you sit in the part where you would pick one out and watch them strip, and then whenever they take you back, or they just do their dance right there, they turn into vampires and they eat you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So the next day, or next couple of days after, we're all, everybody's at work. Ashley's uh, back playing with Amber and your mom's doing the dishes. And uh, about that time, she's washing dishes, she looks up, and you're on the back porch screaming, Attention all pussy shoppers! It's a real part in the movie. Yeah, he was repeating what you it's heard. It's the guy that, that stands out in front of the whorehouse trying yes. to get people to go into well, the house. Well, because she got up that night, and we didn't know she was sitting there that long. Like I said, <clears throat> when uh, all the guys are watching all the titty dancers, that's when they all pounce on them and start killing them, and that's what scared her. So we didn't know how long she was sitting there. Well, apparently she was sitting there for a while. Honestly, I did that a lot. I was really good at hiding and watching movies. Yeah. The Texas Chainsaw scared me really bad. I'm telling you what. I that, saw it for the first time behind the couch. I'm a grown man, and the first one still gets to me. That's the one I'm talking about. God, I don't know why that one just 
There was a spot behind the couch that I could hide and watch TV, and Alicia couldn't see me, even if she walked by. <laughs> You'd be like, <laughs> yeah, and I. So I watched like half uh, of that one. Okay, let's do the songs. Now I do have to ask because I know it'll make next week's even longer, but like I don't know how much longer I can talk without throwing up, and it's already been almost an hour. Yeah, can we, well, we just. These? Can we save Well, these? we'll just save these for another time. Because I've tried to, I don't try to do the everything. Not... Huh? <laughs> I try to change things up and not keep it the same. So like every month I'll change and do something different. But I'll put these songs back. Well, we can just do them at the beginning back. of Oh, yeah, next we can week. wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Sorry, guys, I just don't feel good. Hey, yeah, and I've been sitting all day too. We just cut this right when I got off work, so yeah. my hips are by. It's just it's fucking my, weather. My hips hurt really bad. Man, I'm telling you, you and need the to hips buy are them. a hard spot because you can't really. You put... need to go get that electrical tape. <laughs> I cannot fucking talk the today for shit. Tape. No, the uh, tape I use on my muscles yeah, it's and kinetic stuff. Tape, okay, I think. yes. Put some of that on your hips. I do. Where? Just a strip of it? That's why I get two strips and I'll start and I'll put one here then the one right beside it. Or you can cut them in half and have it have all four of them right there on your hip. Okay. And there's some tight underwear at Walmart. They're not tight. I call them that because they keep your hips Oh, but in they're place. that same kind of material. Yeah, they're they? made out of that same stuff. They're I'm over go there with some the... kinetic boxers. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it helps your hips. I just hate them because they're too tight, and it feels like my balls are like... I don't have this balls. all day. I don't have balls, so... Yeah. Or do I? Tyler! I don't know. <laughs> all right, guys. You got anything left to say there, Ash? We're trying to get it more comfortable for her. When a tax I've been or doing when really do good. Get my taxes done and all that ashley's gonna come over with tyler tyler's gonna be my muscle but she's good at like decorating and i've yeah. already showed her the corner i want to do because what we want to do is set up a couch you know if i was chilling on a couch i could it, i would definitely be more do you remember though when we first started how hard it was harder how hard it was for us to get an hour out and now we can spit out an hour in no time oh yeah it's fucking crazy but hey guys, don't forget, I need some uh, questions so we can do a Q&A for our 150th show. So think of your questions you want to ask us, send them in to us, anything. Alright guys, but uh, we will see you later and uh, stay warm out there. Please. <laughs> Bye.